Hey, this is Laura and you're listening to Expand. Welcome back, love. Let's get into it. The phenomenon of spiritual bypassing isn't a new concept. Okay, this was first introduced in the 1980s by a Buddhist teacher named John Wellwood. And what he started to witness in his community was that people would use spiritual practice to hide behind and avoid actually looking at working with and exploring the emotional undercurrents that were taking place. And so I think it's really important that we shine a light in this little dark corner that I'm starting to see popping up in the greater coaching community, because as space holders, as guides, as leaders of people who are stepping into our safe, intimate spaces to be led towards a more holistic human experience. I think it's beautiful that we are beginning to play with the enmeshing of spiritual practice inside of a more traditional coaching space. I think it's beautiful that we're starting to have more conversation around meditation and breath work and yoga and plant medicine ceremonies and really normalizing what it means to have a spiritual thread on our transformational journey and allowing people the space to really decide for themselves what that looks like and what that entails or includes. However, I think that there, this becomes problematic when we are using these spiritual practices to hide behind and avoid looking at the, the emotions that are actually that actually hold the important conversation that needs to be had. The emotions that are happening beneath the surface that we're sort of using these spiritual practices to bypass. Okay. I know we've all probably had experiences with this. I mean, personally, I have absolutely been guilty of spiritual bypassing where I hid behind the practice of meditation or yoga for many years and honestly still do accidentally sometimes. Like we've all done it where we sit in meditation and we are completely absent from that practice. We are basically just going through the physical motion of sitting there and are busy mentally the whole time, avoiding really looking at what's happening in our body somatically, what's happening in our body experientially, emotionally, sensationally. We just sort of dissociate, go somewhere else, sit on our cushion for 30 minutes, pop up, and then claim to the world that we meditate every day. Right? Look at us. I meditate. You should meditate. This, these are the benefits of meditation, right? And we, we don't actually live into those spiritual practices ourselves. We don't actually allow those practices to unearth the uncomfortable pieces of our experience. And so this episode is really an invitation to you to turn inwards and ask yourself if if spirituality is a piece is a thread in the work that you do either personally or professionally, are you guilty of spiritual bypassing. Is this something that you have engaged with in the past or in the present moment. When you are moving through a yoga sequence. Are you present in that. 
Are you aware of your emotional state in that? Are you aware of what's coming to the surface in that? When you are sitting on the cushion exploring breathwork practices or meditative practices, are you present in that experience? Are you allowing emotion to come to the surface and are you looking at it and holding it and making space for it? Or are you using the practice itself to bypass that experience and to justify to yourself that you're doing the work when really nothing is actually changing underneath it all, underneath the physical act of sitting on that cushion, nothing, nothing is shifting. As a leader, as a guide, as a space holder for others, this can be incredibly toxic to the safety that your clients feel with you. Because if you are disconnected from the practices that you're claiming work in the ways that you're expressing to your clients or you're inviting them to experience for themselves, but you haven't actually allowed yourself the space to experience the full intensity of what that practice can offer you, now there's a severing of integrity and with that, a severing of trust, a severing of safety. So if you're in a situation with a client where they aren't fully bought into the practices you're offering them, or they aren't, they aren't able to sit with themselves and experience their emotions, or they're having a hard time in those sessions because it is uncomfortable. It does require an immense amount of patience and compassion to be with those parts of ourselves that we've judged, shamed, and pushed away for years and years and years. It takes so much courage. And if they're having a hard time with that and you are unable to emotionally meet them in that and hold that regulated space for them because you haven't experienced that for yourself, now we have a problem. Now there's, now there's opportunity for clients to not feel held by you. Now there's an opportunity for clients to feel activated beyond what you have the capacity to regulate with them or guide them through because you haven't experienced it yourself or yourself. That doesn't mean that you have to have the same experience of your client in order to hold that space for them. It means you have to have your own experience. You have to have met yourself in that. You have to discover what that looks like and feels like in your body so that you have language around it, so that you can be that safe space for them. So that when they're getting activated, their activation doesn't activate you because those parts of you remain unexplored. You remain unconscious to those parts of you. Right? I know on Instagram, it looks really good to put breathwork practitioner in your bio or to post pictures of yourself meditating. But what is that rooted in? What does that actually mean for you? Where does that practice become sacred to yourself? How is that actually allowing you to connect more deeply with who you are? instead of it just being a tool to project a certain persona outwardly to the world. This is going to feel really hard to hear for some of you. And I hope it is. This is something I needed to hear five years ago. 
that no one ever said to me. And that's okay. That was my journey. But I'm saying it now to you because by increasing your capacity to hold intensity in your body on both ends of the spectrum, an intense amount of rage and frustration and overwhelm combined with an intense amount of joy and love and belonging to be able to open your aperture for both doesn't just mean that you become a bigger space to hold more with your clients. It also means that you now become a bigger space to receive more, more abundance, more love, more acceptance, more opportunity, more creativity, more inspiration. Right? By, by using spiritual practices to bypass all the hard shit, we're cutting ourselves off from source. We're cutting ourselves off from the very thing that we say we're using to move forward in our life. And I really want to invite you to challenge that in yourself and explore, do I have the capacity to feel everything that I need to feel in order to have a, a more complete human experience to feel more alive in my life. Aliveness doesn't just mean feeling the good and never feeling the bad. Goodness comes from feeling it all and being able to hold it all. And that is a lifetime journey. And that, was, that is what spirituality to me allows you to unlock a more holistic human experience of goodness and aliveness, of balance, of regulation, of being able to be present in your life no matter what external circumstances look like and know that it's happening for you. To always be open to the opportunity, to the lesson. Like these things all sound really good, right? We read them in um, Young Pueblo's poetry books and Pima Chodron's novels, and we, we double tap all of those quotes on Instagram, but what does that mean for you? How are you living it? Are you hiding behind it or are you living it? How can we take one step today to widen your aperture just a bit? to feel something you haven't been allowing yourself to feel, to go one layer deeper in your meditative practice that you haven't allowed yourself to go because you were afraid of what was there. How can you become the space holder, the guide, the leader that you dream of being by being that for yourself first? Thanks so much for being here with me. If there's anything you need a little extra support on, or if questions came up as you were listening, there's a link in my show notes called Connect with Laura. You can use it to get me directly, and I always personally reply to every message I get. Okay, I'll see you next time. Bye for now.